Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, and West Hollywood, California. I don't know what episode this is. That's um, fine. A thousand nine? Maybe something like that. I don't know. Ricky's gone. <laughs> She's on her rainbow tour of cards or something. Crafts. Um, she's visiting her spirit mom, um, Melinda, which is oh. lovely. Melinda's wonderful. You'd really like her. Oh, cool. Have um, fun, Ricky. It. I think it's like a thousand nine. Eh, it's fine. We'll I figure it out. I didn't, I figured, what's the point of saying neighborhoods also if I'm the only person in Chicago right now? You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. Um, Some other fucking neighborhood got named like a cool neighborhood. We were, the neighborhood I live in was out, no, not out. What the fuck? Time Out Magazine's mm-hmm. second coolest neighborhood in the second? world. Second? Yeah. Somewhere in fucking Copenhagen was the first. Oh, okay. Um. But I didn't, I can't remember where I saw it, but I think somebody shared something that was like, now Avondale is the coolest neighborhood in Chicago, which, no. (laughs) No. I'm not shitting on Avondale. It's just, I think that's, I know that's where there's this place called Honey Butter Fried Chicken. Mm. Um, That's like, it's pretty good. Um. It's not going to change your life. They have uh, pimento cheese, macaroni and cheese, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, But I want to say, like, the old Cards Against Humanity offices were there. Oh, okay. But they're not good people, apparently. Oh. Who, the Cards Against Humanity people? Yeah. they. Well, there was, like... um, allegations and probably actually proof um i can't remember it was several years ago where it was like hostile work environment people were like sexist and racist which it was like hello that's like everywhere yeah. up until like 10 years ago um not that that makes it any better but exactly um, they um i did not know that i guess hellman's at one point this is going to sound like it's going to come out of nowhere but hellman's at one point had clam mayonnaise clam mayonnaise okay and um cards against humanity has been top of mind slightly because they just i guess they started a campaign to bring clamonets back and they did like a limited edition set of cards that are hidden inside um clamonets jars mm-hmm. so you can go they re-released clamonets and you can get it at target and it comes with cards against humanity cards inside of the mayonnaise Wow, that is some white people stuff. I uh, you can win a trip. I'm gonna get some. And then you have to eat that clamonaise. I don't have to eat shit. I paid for it. I can do what I want. I mean, I don't think I would the the idea of it grosses me out a little bit. So 
Probably not. It's real clam, though. Anything clam related, disgust me. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I want to say like, oh, clam chowder. I've had clam chowder. <laughs> Isn't that what they give you in the bread bowls in San Francisco? I'm sure they do. I feel like that's where I've had it. And it was fine. Um, and I want to say like I've had like linguine with clam sauce or something. Mm -hmm. But I think that's about it. Where my fried clams? I don't know. I guess maybe I really love clam. I guess so. The bearded clam included at one point. Hey, now. Ooh, I had like a very aggressive sex dream with a lady in it. Not that really? Long yeah. Ugh. Not ugh, but I was like very confused by it. <laughs> it was uh, jarring to say the least. I think it might be some of the medication that I'm on. Could be. Yeah. I find um, occasionally when I take this one specific anti-anxiety medication before bed, I have like freaky, freaky dreams. <laughs> and I always tell George about it. And George is like, when do you not have freaky dreams? And I'm like, look, this is like extra freaky. Last night, my dreams involved the teleprompter app that I downloaded. So I was like in an endless audition using the teleprompter app. And then also Mariah Carey's If It's Over was like the background song for the whole <laughs> night. All night. All night long. Isn't that the one she co-wrote with Carol King? All I know is it's the one she sang at the Grammys that year uh, that Emotions came out. And I was like, oh, this is actually a really good song. Um, She wrote, I want to say yes. Yeah, it is. Um. Because I guess Carol King was like, oh, that girl can sing. And then they work together. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, so I've been getting People magazine because I had a subscription to Entertainment Weekly and now they don't publish the magazine. And it's constant. Every week it's about Prince William and what's her name? Um, I want to say Stephanie, but that's not right. Um, Stephanie of Monica? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Princess Stephanie. Well, it's because Stephanie, there's a character on that new House of Dragon, Alicent. She just know. looks like she looks like a Stephanie. So I've just been calling her Princess Stephanie and my friends think it's funny. But anyway, it's been constant stories about them trying to make them look like they're approachable. And the only thing I can think of is Prince William likes to be pegged. And like every time <laughs> I see a story where I'm like, he likes it up the butt. I mean, who among us doesn't if we try it? It's, you know what I mean? Yes. But that's all I can think of is His Royal Highness, Prince William, likes to be pegged. Good for her. And then um, I imagine, like, is he specific about his pegging instrument? Like, does it have to be the same one? Is he willing to try different ones? I need to know for more information. Maybe it's, like, monogrammed, because that's <laughs> all the royals are into that, right? Monogrammed shit. Um, I... I don't know. Um, her name is Kate, Kate Middleton, right? Yes. Okay. yes. Um, because I was struggling there for a minute. Um, and isn't her sister's name something stupid like Poppy? Piper. Piper? Uh, I don't know. Um, it starts with the P. Philomena. Right. Um, Popper. Poppers. <laughs> Poppers Middleton. Uh. Pippa. 
Hippa. See, it's something dumb. Starts with a P. Something dumb. Um, that's funny. I don't know. I mean, I guess you wouldn't want to, if you're really attached to your masculinity, but you like getting pegged, you probably wouldn't want to mix it up too much. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like if you're getting pegged regularly, you're going to want to change it up. And also, you're going to want something bigger eventually. <laughs> I think. He's satisfied. It reminds me of that episode of Broad City that brought pegging into the the normal everyday culture because, you know, the one lady uh, on there was pegged the boyfriend and he had a special uh -huh. dildo that he did and she put it in the dishwasher to wash it <laughs> and it messed it up and he was bummed and she tried to get a new one and he didn't want it. And so then they broke Aww. up. Yeah, because wasn't it like the like super hot guy that was yes. in her or something? Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, we can talk about my, we'll be talking about a whole shortly. We can get into it now, but regardless, I don't know. I have some things, obviously, because we talked about how I did that. Um, I keep wanting to call it butt plug Lamaze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like that. You know what I mean? Butt plug yeah. meditation. Yes. Um, so I have implements. Um, I don't use them very often, but also I don't know where they are because they're probably in a box in storage at the in-laws, uh -oh. which nobody's going to go through any of my shit. But like um, every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I would want to do something back there. Why haven't you gotten all your stuff out of your in-laws but yet? Because uh, it's like a journey. We were actually talking about doing it yesterday, but there was Pokemon shit going on. Oh, um, my God. Pokemon always disrupts your schedule. It does. Um, <laughs> I, we have to rent, like, a fucking box truck, drive it to the burbs, drive it back. And personally, I don't really like driving a box truck on the highway. I drove... Like we would probably get like a like a I think the smallest is ten foot. Mm -hmm. um, do you need that big? Can't you just get a van or something? No, we probably do need that big. Mm. Uh, to be honest, um, but it's not like it's not a matter of like price. It's just a matter of like it's just a pain in the ass, right? To go and get rented and all that. The last time I went, I had to go get my fucking passport. It was a nightmare. Like fuck you, haul generally. <laughs> the clusterfuck every, every time every time the best lands of what mice and men fucking you all fucks them up i'm like why would you let me prepay and book this fucking truck and then suddenly you're like oh wait i need your passport why why do you need my passport it doesn't I, say I can drive on my passport i'm leaving the country it was stupid um Anyway, so I was thinking about doing that after this, but also, like, I kind of don't really want to, mm -hmm. I don't to work out. Well, you, so were you thinking of it because you wanted to use the butt plugs or? Well, just... <laughs> every, every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? Like, I could, I could, I could give that a shot. But the reason I specifically was focused on my butthole uh, as of late was because I got it waxed. Oh, yes, yes, yes. On Friday. And so there's a there's a whole new sensation happening. <laughs> I wouldn't say new. I've I've um I've never had a wax before. It's my first time. 
Um, but once or twice in college, I shaved it, which is a nightmare logistically for a number of reasons. Um, but yeah, why I, a friend actually runs a very reputable, um, like high end men's grooming place here in Chicago, men's grooming parlor. Mm -hmm. And he's lovely. He's wonderful. Um, I knew him socially, uh, through some friends for years, um, and I was like, you know what? I ran into him and I was like, I've always kind of wondered what it would be like. Like, how painful is it going to be to get all of that shit waxed? And it's not like um, like the paper, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like uh, the movie with Steve Carell, 40 year old. 40 year old. 40, 40, 40. Um, no, it's like, it's this wax that like hardens and he says he puts it in like, it's like a credit card size sort of thing. And then it just hardens and you rip off the wax itself. Um, But I don't like, I don't want to be like full bald monkey. Like, you know what I mean? Did so you do I, your balls too? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, so well, I was talking to him about it and I was like, so I feel like I like having a bush mm -hmm. personally. I feel like it's almost like a selling point. Like everybody can grow one. Um, not everyone's are as robust. Um, so like, I like it. I also don't like being completely bare. I feel like it. I'm not knocking you if you like it fully shaved i personally do not um so i was talking to him and i was like so if i book a brazilian do you like automatically take it all off do you have to take it all off like how does it work and i was like i don't want to lose like this part and he's like no girl like we'll wax what you want and then i'll go through with like a trimmer and like fade it <laughs> Your bush you know has I, a flat top now. Right? <laughs> I got lightning bolts. Um, but no, it's um, it's than I probably would have wanted, but I'm not down there to be like, hey, take a little off of the top over here or whatever. Right. But um, is it at like a diagonal, like in the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> it just says ice on the back. Um, no, it's, uh, so, like, I get where it has to, like, look like it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just have, like, hair, 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 smooth balls. You know, <laughs> I feel like that would be kind of weird. And I tend to have a little bit of a um, sideburns. It would just be the reverse of your face, you know. The, instead of. The, and the, fa the hair being on, on the bottom, it'd be on yeah, the top. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it looks like now. Um <laughs> But no, you know, like, um, he was like, like guys in Speedos get like the, you have to go like in a little bit, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? You got to get like inner thigh, you got to get like the base of the dick, um, just to make sure it all like kind of flows aesthetically. <laughs> you got to make sure it's <laughs> feng shuied or whatever, but yeah, no, the balls, it does, it, it hurts quite a bit. I was going to say, did the balls feel different than the, but, but the butthole? The butthole was like easy peasy. Like, and he explains everything um, like very thoroughly, like about, he's like, so like there's pain receptors. Um, you have like more on your balls 
than you do in your and the um but i think your butt is more sensitive to temperature so the wax feels hotter on your butthole but when you rip it off you don't feel it as much now do you think all this is true or it just started being so science talk you started just tuning it out and just started believing it <laughs> i think it's probably true because oh. i was like i was ready because he it's he wasn't doing it like while he was like doing it okay like explaining it and then he would do it okay um, but he did say, he's like, after the first one, your adrenaline's going to start going and it's going to be easier from there. But the, he's like, so the first one is the worst, which is true um, based on when I got my nipples pierced. <laughs> because that shit hurts. That's probably the most painful thing I've ever had happen in my body is getting my nipples pierced. And that's what the guy was like. He was like, a lot of people say that they want both, but... Once they get the first one, they're like, fuck you, I'm out. And uh, he's like, so I'm going to ask you. And But I was like, let's just do the other one. <laughs> so what did all this cost? Like 80 bucks. 80 bucks. All right. Bad. It's cheaper than a massage. That's true. And now but you're all was, smooth there. It was... It's ridiculous. Like, it's all business and very much like not clinical. I wouldn't say clinical, but very professional. Um, but it's wild, like, just like stretching your sack out and like, it's <laughs> all locking the wax on. And then when you get your butthole waxed, you have to be on all fours presenting. Essentially. I'd be so afraid I'd had to fart. I'm sure that they've run into that before. And I'm sure that they have, I was panicked that I was like, I was squeaky fucking clean. Okay. <laughs> and, but they, um, he has like a towel and he like towels you off. Mm -hmm. It has to be like super, super clean. And then um, sesame oil. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild, but it was, it's, um, I would do it again. It was an experience. Did he put a little orange flavor on there? So then you were orange flavor chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're the worst. Um, um, I, I want to go back. We're talking about buttholes, just, but I have a reason. Do you think Prince William calls it a bussy? I can't imagine. How do you say? Say bussy in a British accent for me. Oh, I don't know. You're the one that can do the British accent so well. But that's the thing is like, I don't know how I would say it. So I want to hear what your thought. I stick it in my bussy, yo. <laughs> what the fuck accent was that? Oh, fucking no. Oh, my God. Oi, can you put it in my bussy? <laughs> Oi, mister. Oi, mister. You my, you my dad, mister. <laughs> that oh my always God. makes me laugh. The reason why I bring up bussy, I'm almost 50. Am I still allowed to call it a bussy or am I too old to call it a bussy? I, first of all, I don't think anybody should call it a bussy. <laughs> I don't either. But I was just wondering, do you, get, um, do you age out of having a bussy? I mean, I wouldn't call you a boy. And I believe I, bussy makes me think boy pussy, not butt pussy. <laughs> Which is probably a personal issue of my own, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I have to, if somebody's like, like, oh yeah, you want that, that bussy, I have to like dissociate from the moment. You know what I mean? It just, it triggers trauma. I'm just like, if I want to go through with this, if you would, if you would indeed like me to be in your bussy, we're going to have to just pretend that didn't happen. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. Usually, you know, when they call it a pussy, I'm like, eh. Sometimes if we're in the moment, I can get into it if it's the right person. But otherwise, I'm like, don't call it that. But like I said, right person, right mood, right chemistry. I'm like, yeah, fuck that pussy. Oh, my God. Ew. (laughs) I can't. I don't know. I'm not. For someone who is as performative as I am, I'm not necessarily like I don't want to talk. I don't want to tell you it's good. Mm -hmm. I don't want to refer to your business as anything special. Like, just want to enjoy myself. Yeah, I don't need to. Hold on. I missed something there. You cutting out? And now for a word from our sponsors. Oh, I don't know. It said that my speaker just changed to the internal mic and then it switched back. Come on, Zoom, stop fucking around. Zoom is playing with our feelings today. Really? True. Um, P.S. I heard that the new Sky Club at Chicago O'Hare is amazing. So maybe I'll get a program in Chicago at some point. I can come see it myself. What is, is that Delta? Delta. Yeah, the Delta Sky Club. Mm, I don't really fly Delta. I know. I might have to fly <sighs> Southwest home. Whatever. I like Southwest. I like Southwest. I don't like the people that fly Southwest. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like people. Like, you just full stop. Right. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really necessarily had a bad experience with people on Southwest, I don't think, but I'm only on Southwest ever for like two hours max. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't going nowhere that far on Southwest. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't flown since June and it feels like such a long time ago. It was kind of a long time ago. But it's almost November. I know. Ugh. Time is just flying by. I'm, I used to love winter. And now. (laughs) I just can't. I'm, um, I feel like it's gonna be an okay winter in Chicago. I feel like it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we had a mild winter last year. We It's, like, not been that bad. Global warming is eventually going to make us, like, the Tampa of the Midwest. It'll be fine. So I feel like it's just going to be – it'll be fine. I'm being optimistic. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's bad that I don't have to do any more, but – 
Also, this just makes me fatter. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, in the saddest news, I mean, we suffered a tragedy this week. Dame Angela Lansbury passed away. You almost away. said pass it. No, I didn't. I saw your lips go blah, blah. <laughs> Dame Angela Lansbury passed. Uh, I had myself some emotions about it. And, you know, she's had a career that hardly anybody is ever going to be able to touch. No, nobody's really worked that long. No. And that consistently. Right. And with that standard of quality. Mm -hmm. I love the story that they, because I had forgotten, because I hadn't read her biography in a number of years about when her daughter was running around with some hippie and she was like, oh, this, this, oh, I was going to get to that. You just spoiled the story. Oh. And uh, she was like, this guy is bad news. So, um, and then there was other things too. And she's like, we're moving to Ireland. And so she picked up the family and moved them. And the guy that her daughter was running around with was Charles Manson. Crazy. I, George and I just watched last night. We've been watching a little bit of Murder, She Wrote, just to, um, not that we haven't seen all of them, <laughs> um, but just to, uh, you know, celebrate her life, her legacy. And we watched the one last night um, that she put out after CBS moved her opposite friends. Mm -hmm. And she investigates a murder on the set of the sitcom Buds. <laughs> and it's, so it's they basically just like slightly change the friends theme song and like it's in the opening it's all that like do 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 and it's just such uh it's not even thinly veiled it is 100% just like we are fucking with you at this point and it's like I, when, when 30 Rock did the Wesley Snipes and he was talking about chums. <laughs> it's uh it's pretty it's it's pretty funny. Um, but what cracks me up is like there's the mystery is that there are like six buds. There's mm -hmm. three three female and uh three male buds. Two of them you never see. They're like background characters, but the network wants the producers and the writers to kill off one of the buds to save money. And it's like, that's like the, who's going to get killed off um, situation. Um, but then the um, writer is the one who gets murdered because she's the one who decides and she like locks the decision in a vault, all of this shit anyway. Um, but we were trying to decide like who was who. And there's definitely a line, like the one character, um, the one actress, the writer's like, Diane, people are imitating your haircut all over the world now. And I'm just like, how did they not get like at least a little bit sued? Because <laughs> nobody was watching it. And that's why they shut it down because they put it up against Friends. I thought it was against Cosby and that's what made it mm -mm. the ratings plummet. It was Friends. Mm. But it's a reason, so. Um, but nobody, uh, nobody fun is in like, couple of seasons it's all up and coming and b listers and people that you're like oh wait wasn't didn't she have two lines in robocop or something 
it wasn't the fun like old MGM people or the Broadway people right. that Angela insisted on casting. Yes, because she wanted them to be able to keep their SAG insurance. Because she was a good person. Oh, Angela. Um, Rest in peace. Yes, there was tons of like stories and people that I knew that worked with her. My friend Sal did the tour of uh, Sweeney Todd. And mm -hmm. it was just like, she was just delightful. And um, like people that did the 73 revival of MAME mm -hmm. uh, talked about how she was just so open with the cast. And if her door was open, anybody could come in. But if the door was shut, you knew she needed privacy. But most of the time it was open because she just loved being around everyone. And um, this one actress I know was the uh, balloon girl and the Louise understudy in uh, Gypsy when she was a kid. That was like her first show. And uh, so, you know, just talking about, you know, oh, I got my work ethic from her. She was so nice to us. You know, she, you know, had great things to say. So it was really nice to see, you know, when someone passes and you see that their legacy is like a good legacy. Yeah. I need to watch. Um, she did an interview with Times that um, and I this is like a series that they do. Um, but. She did this interview with the knowledge that it would be only posted or broadcast or whatever after she passed. Mm -hmm. um, and it's called like the last word or something like that. So like it might be like a series um, that they do. But um, I my friend Becky sent it to me and I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. One of my friends said that he saw her in the blind spirit. I think it was in L.A. and he went back. And they were like, oh, you were great. She goes, oh, honey, it wasn't me. It was a stage manager. She pulled out her thing. He tells me where to go. And if I have to sit and everything, <laughs> they were like, oh, my God, stop it. But she oh. did have to have an earpiece because, you know, she was like, whoop, can't remember. Can't remember blocking. Shit. I can't remember blocking sometimes. <laughs> um, How long we've been going? Oh, I don't know. About 40 minutes, maybe. Do you want to do two or do you want to just do? Ah, let's just keep going. All right. Give the fans what they want. want. All I had to talk about was my butthole <laughs> and my balls. They are, it is a, um, I, if you haven't done it, I don't know. I would recommend waxing over shaving, although it is more painful. This is just uh, just to bring it back, close out the topic, because I can go on and on about my balls. Um, but everybody do it. Everybody should get get the boys uh, smoothed out just to see what it's like. Yeah. Well, after after the nosebleed incident, um, the whole sniffies thing has calmed down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but and I was just in Miami Beach at the Fountain Blue, which is a disgusting hotel. Not a lot of gays there because it's still got a big nightclub, lots of straights. Um, so it was boring as far as like that part goes. Everybody was like two or three miles away. And when you're tired at the end of the day, you're like, I'm not traveling two miles to go, you know, no, it's too far. I know other people are going to be like two miles is too far. Yes, it is in a major city like that where you're like, where am I going to park? Yeah. Or, you know, I have to get a lift. It's, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It was so muggy. It was so hot in Miami. It was gross. I was just a sweaty mess the whole time. Yeah. That's one thing um, about 
butthole waxing that they did tell me. What? <laughs> they were like, when the hair gets removed, like the way, like the pH for your butthole biome situation, um, it's going to get like mm, swampy. <laughs> And not, and just not necessarily like sweaty, but like you get more oily Mm -hmm. because you know what I mean? Like your, your hair is going to produce oil because there's a lot of friction back there. Like your butt cheeks is rubbing together. Right. So if your butt is used to producing a certain amount of oil when there's hair present, it's not just going to be like, oh, you got waxed. We're just going to stop. So it's going to get a little slippery. Ooh. A little Bon Jovi slippery when wet. It'll be all oiled up like you're in some 80s international mail catalog. Oh my God. There are international mail catalogs in the waiting room of this. <laughs> <laughs> and playgirls, like 70s playgirls. My God. Oh, full bush in the full bush in the waxing place. Wow. Right. Well, it's just to give you an idea of, you know, maybe the certain cut that you want. They had a celebrities issue that I was looking through. And um, the Lyle Wagner spread was in it and Jim Brown and who else? There are a couple other people. Did anybody, of, I was going to say, did any of them show their penis? Because I know Lyle didn't. Lyle didn't. Um, I think Jim Brown's dick was in it a little bit. Some other football player. There, um, fuck, what was his name? Uh, Joe Namath. No. George Maharis was in it? Who's that? He was in Route 66 in the 60s. Oh. Um, yeah, he modeled fully nude for the July 1973 issue of Playgirl magazine. Well, there you go. Uh, Flash Gordon's in um and uh Sam, what's his name that played him? He's in it. He did a Playgirl spread too. Um there was somebody there that I didn't recognize, but they had a nice piece. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was George Maharis. Um, I'd have to look it up. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, wait, maybe George Maharis was gay? It says something here in Wikipedia about the producers felt betrayed and duped when they learned of Maharis's sexual orientation. Ooh. Yeah, he was a homo. Maharis? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Um, He had a top 40 pop hit with a version of Teach Me Tonight. All right. Okay, I vaguely remember him. He's all tan. He looks kind of like a better looking George Chakaris, however you say his name. Yeah, I mean, he could probably get it back in the day for sure. Oh, here's his nudes. <laughs> Pardon us while we look at nudes from the 70s. 70s playgirl. Oh, yeah, you see his penis. Oh, wiener. He's Ooh. weenie. Did I ever, I think I've told you the story. So my friend Melody that I uh, was roommate in college, she had a friend named Dawn. And Dawn was not happy that her mom was having another baby when, you know, Dawn was like three or four and they brought the whole baby at home and it was a boy and Don was even madder. And so the first time <laughs> that Don saw the baby being changed, the diaper came off and Don went up and went, ugly weenie, ugly weenie, ugly weenie. 
Well, I think I told the story about how, um, I guess when my aunt Nicole first saw me being changed, she went, mm, I used to have one of those. Um, so, but I, she had been referring to, I don't know if I still had my belly button before it fell off or what, but anyway. Um, this was Aunt Nicole, obviously. Nicole, yes. Um, sorry, I got distracted because George Maharis was, and I've never watched all of Arrested Development, but anyway, George Maharis was arrested for cruising in a men's room in the 60s. Oh. And apparently there's a storyline in Arrested Development <clears throat> where George Michael Bluth mm -hmm. decides he wants to change his name because George Michael got arrested for cruising. Mm -hmm. um, and he rejects the alternative nickname Boy George. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, adopts the name George Maharis, unaware that it's the name of another George arrested for the same reason. That's hilarious. Um, but anyway, <sighs> poor George's being arrested for cruising in men's rooms. In the, bath in the bathrooms. It, there's, um, I wonder where it was. It was in, um, I'm guessing it was in LA. Probably. Um, uh, on November 21st in the men's room of a gas station in Los Angeles. Um, crazy. Oh, I, <laughs> that hotel where we were um, on the meeting floors. You know, there's a bunch of different ba bathrooms. And when I walked in the one closest to the office, I was like, these these are cruising urinals. They're too close together and there's no partition. These are cruising urinals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of, yeah, I'm not going to blow up anybody's spot, but you were telling me about a specific actor who you know that was cruising. You pointed out the there was a car wash in yes. West Hollywood. Okay. Um, so they did a screening of that film yesterday. Of car um, wash? Here. Or, or no, the... not of car Of uh, Chopping Mall. Oh, yeah. Um, this is so many things. about. Um, so... I didn't get to go see actor of Chopping Mall was doing like a talk back via Zoom, um, but we had other plans. But I went because my friend was running like a pop up horror themed shop at this theater um, with different vendors. And I bought like this shadow box mm -hmm. of the Chopping Mall poster. Um, it's really cool. I'll have to show you. Anyway, so the one guy who's in Chopping Mall plays the like joey character in the friends knockoff in murder she wrote. oh small world after all small um, world john turleski oh i don't know him oh he's kind of he was like the like that sort of like beefcakey uh sort of guy he was in chopping mall right am i making that up what am I picking it up? He was in some horror movie if he wasn't in Shopping Mall, but I'm pretty sure he was in Shopping Mall. Um, because I remember being like, oh, he could get it. <laughs> yeah, he was in Shopping Mall. Um, he was also uh Death Stalker in Death Stalker. Oh, that's in my queue on Tubi. The first one? Yes, and the second one. 
in the second one because he's it's a different death stalker yeah um yeah i rewatched the sword and the sorcerer i know you're not familiar with that movie but that was like a big deal when like i was in sixth and seventh grade my friend larry skidmore and i would watch it it has a sword with like three blades and then when he gets mad he can shoot the blades at the enemy Ooh. it's really cool they never tell you how the blades get back in there but it doesn't matter it don't matter i um speaking of blades this has nothing to do with it, but I was thinking about magic, Ilyana mm-hmm. Rasputin, um, because I went to get a um, tattoo removal consultation. Mm-hmm. Have I told that story about that? About no, the- I don't think so, unless did you did last week. Maybe we did, with the man with the butterfly tattoo behind his ear. <laughs> and I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> and I decided right then and there that I needed to see about getting my Janet Jackson tramp stamp removed. But it's, I knew it was going to be expensive and honestly it's cheaper than I thought. Um, but it still seems like a lot of work because you got to wait like six weeks between sessions and it takes forever. But then like, if you get it covered up, it's still a tramp stamp. You know what I mean? True. So now I don't know what to do, but I was thinking And I think I've mentioned this before, if like the hilt of the soul sword Mm -hmm. was covered up my tramp stamp and then I had the sword going up the middle of my back, that might be okay. Do it the reverse way so it looks like it's going to your butthole. But then I can't can't cover it up. You're not thinking logistically. It'd be funny if it was funny or if it was pointed down toward your butt. I, I suppose it would be. And most of the of it could it, be Pixie's soul dagger. Oh God! <laughs> and what did you watch the final episode of She Hulk? Right? Oh, mm-mm. I'm it's behind. Fucking hilarious because she does a couple of the turns to the camera that are mm-hmm. so fucking hilarious. And one of them goes along with that meme I sent you with Ms. Marvel at the grave, going like this yeah, to the Inhumans yeah. in the grave. It's funny. You have to check it out. I we love She-Hulk. We're just a little bit behind. Um, I think we're only like two episodes behind. But um, I don't get why people shit on She-Hulk. I think it's fucking funny. Nerds. And it's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. Fucking Renee Elise Goldsberry could be in anything and watch it. Yeah. It's better than Moon Knight. I hated Moon Knight. Um... I liked some of Moon Knight. I didn't like all of it. It was a lot of talking. Just talking and talking and talking and just not going anywhere. Isaac is pretty. so like, Yeah, it could have been five episodes and it would have told the yeah, entire story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was a little drawn out. It was not my favorite. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any that I haven't seen at this point. You saw Werewolf by Night, right? I saw Werewolf by Night. Um, which was fun. Yes, it was a lot I of fun. I wish it was a little bit longer, actually. It was yes. like a weird almost a movie, but not. Well, I think they wanted to do a TV series, but they weren't sure how it would play. So maybe they this is like a pilot or something. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I like some of those characters. I don't necessarily like reading about them mm-hmm. like consistently, but I do like a lot of those characters in there. It was fun. I thought the they did man thing very well. Yes. 
That was cute. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know. What is, what is what people love WandaVision. I loved WandaVision too. Mm-hmm. The one that people are like super ride or die for is Loki. And I did not love Loki as much as most people love Loki. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot. The production design is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love Tom Hiddleston. I thought some of it was confusingly or poorly written. I, I I didn't like that it was the female Loki. I thought that should have been Enchantress. They missed the opportunity to bring her in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And I'm like, ugh, Owen Wilson. Is that the Wilson that's in it? Yeah. Yes. I'm a little bit, ugh. On it when Wilson. <laughs> I didn't take or leave him. There you go. You haven't seen Bros yet, have you? No, I don't uh, think I really want to. I haven't either. I need to. Go, I would like to go see it at the movies to support the gay cinema. Yeah, no, I I get that. I agree with that. Um, it just doesn't seem like something I would like. Mm. You know how I am with rom coms. I would rather just watch people get murdered. <laughs> I watched Master last night on Amazon. Have you seen that? Ooh. The one with Regina Hall. Oh no, I haven't. I've that's on my list though. It was strange. I did like it. Of course, I love her. I just think she can do anything. Um, it was interesting. I'm I've, I was kind of confused by the end, but um, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would like it. I we watched the new Hellraiser, which was boring. Um, yeah, Ian oh said God. it wasn't very good. I liked the actress playing the the pinhead, the hell god, hell mm-hmm. priest, hell priest as they call it. Um, and that, but like none of the care, like I cared not one fucking drop for the lead actress for any of the supporting characters the fucking the her gay brother's boyfriend was ub fucking noxious like had like two acting faces and they were like these are my horror acting faces like i'm shocked or like it was there's one point where he's like he's like just finish it and like he's breathing with like his like lower line I'm like, I fucking hate you. It's the grape juice kid all over again. Ugh, no. <laughs> it, was, it was stupid. Also, but the lead actress is the daughter of Pamela Adlon. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, which I was like, oh, how about that? She has an interesting look. Although one of those shits that look like she's wearing liner all of the time. Mm-hmm. Either or the makeup team did her dirty on Hellraiser. But I've looked at pictures of her, and I think it just looks like she has really aggressive lip liner on. All of <laughs> um, oh, and do you know what else we watched? What? Have you ever seen Amityville 2? A long time ago. That movie is fucked up. It's just real casual, like, oh, the house might be possessed. Oh, it's possessing, like, the teenage son. Oh, he's going to fuck his sister. Like, just straight up, like, I don't even think there was any, like, real buildup into it. And the sister is Monique from Better Off Dead. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she's his sister. And I'm just like, and it's just like real, like, oh, oh, this is a brother and sister, and they're gonna bang it out. <laughs> like it just comes right out of nowhere. It was 81, 82, 80, I think 82. They didn't have to explain. That clearly, and it's very bizarre. It's like, okay, the house is possessed, and then everybody gets murdered, and then there's still like a whole second half of the movie that's <laughs> exorcist stuff. It's weird. I, I cannot recommend. Um, but uh anyway, um I have one last thing because we were talking about Chopping Mall and that guy mm-hmm. who was in the murder she wrote episode. Um, so I was Googling him and it was like, oh, he's married to, um, some lady named Jane Brooke. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that sounds kind of familiar. I wonder who Jane Brooke is. Fucking Jane Brooke is Carolyn from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, the receptionist. (laughs) I fucking love that this guy from Chopping Mall and Death Stalker 2, among other things, is married to the receptionist from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. That is a power couple. That's hilarious. I rewatched Exorcist the other day, and mm-hmm. it still holds up. It's pretty good still. But the thing that I'm just kind of noticing now is the really gay priest at the piano party when she pees on the floor. <laughs> yes. He's like, my idea of heaven is I'm behind a piano and I'm the headliner. And then he goes into <laughs> his number and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> They're uh, in Amityville too. Um, the the guy who played the priest is probably has done other stuff, but I can't remember what his name is. But at one point he like leaves to go on a camping trip with his friend. Mm-hmm. And he like misses the phone call from the from um, the sister who's about to be like also like after after the incest situation happens the sister goes to confession with this priest and she goes she's like uh forgive me father for i've sinned i went all the way with a friend (laughs) (laughs) and then um she says she's like like he doesn't do it because he likes it he does it to hurt god it's like very weird um so she's calling the priest and his boyfriend shows up and is like we're going camping don't answer the phone and then it's like his like priest assistant i guess because they're eventually it comes out that they're like both priests but he like rolls up at the house after everybody's dead this priest and he's like the priest it's fine just fucking let him in and then he's like oh and he's with me and like brings his little priest boyfriend with him and i'm like what the fuck is who are these people the 80s was weird um so my friend rena just did a short film called spaghetti and matzo balls it's about her story she used to sing at uh rayos in new york and then there was a shooting and it ran her out of new york because it was traumatizing anyway the reason she went there is because she was in la and she was at one of these west hollywood bars on karaoke night and she met this guy thomas and he was like when you're in New York, you need to call me up, you know? And he was like, okay. And he goes, now, then he pulls her aside in New York said, or right before she goes, now you can't tell anybody where we met. And Rena was like, okay, whatever. So she meets him at the thing and Thomas is wearing a priest collar and he's father Tom, but he's in LA being the script supervisor for touched by an angel as Thomas. <laughs> 
He had a whole other life here. How about that? I know. Good for her. Oh, but anyway. All right. I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah. That was a roller coaster. Unless you have something else to talk about with buttholes. Mm, nope. I think I'm good. You think you waxed out all of the info? I think I did. I think I did. <laughs> it was so funny, though. George, I was like, George, look at it. And George was like, mm, they took off a little bit more than I thought they would. In my head, you're spread over look, looking at it and she's like pulling up in your butt cheeks so he can look at the whole view. Oh, my God. It's I, just, <laughs> I have never you would think that somebody in their late 30s who has had multiple homosexual encounters would be more comfortable with just being like, here's my butthole. But when he was like, you know, all fours on your elbows and your knees, I was like, my. my god it was like your first time at club pittsburgh oh i don't know <laughs> i was a, a little less innocent than that at the time did you really i saw your post you've been it that was 20 years ago i i want to say i went the first time i went i was 19 not 18 and i'm 38 so it would probably be closer to 19 years not okay. 20 but my God, oh, a friend of a or we like fully go sent that post to the owners of Club Pittsburgh and was like, oh, this is like my hot friend Adam. He's in Chicago, like he's sharing the the Club Pittsburgh name across the country. And um the owners were like, oh my God, we're gonna have to share this with our staff. And like I I know some of their staff. Right. And so I get this text message later that um a couple of the members of the staff were like oh her and then the <laughs> replied like oh adam i've had her down by the river in pittsburgh four stars oh my god how funny oh uh, famous anyway okay we can get going famous tramp oh i guess you know what but one more thing i guess it's it's almost 20 years for me because the first time i went was in 2005 God, it just seems like the other day. Well, you were. That summer 2005 was my first summer. Was that the first summer when I, when I encountered yo skank ass in Club Pittsburgh? No, that was 2007. Okay. Yeah. So I. So I would have been 23. So yeah, I had been, I had been, I had been all up in Club Pittsburgh at that point. You had been up and down, all around. All around. I'm curious what it's like now. Maybe I'll get to go to Pittsburgh and I'll get to go see it again. It's mm. the last time I was there. There's like, they have um, poncho parties, which are like more of like a dance party, but like with a sex vibe. Poncho. Um, and they also have nights where um, I think straight people can go. <laughs> so close-minded. <laughs> And now we're back to clams. Oh, All right. Okay. Uh, on that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Bye. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys. And we hope you enjoyed the show. 
You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.